by the time you read about it in the Wall Street Journal, it's already too late. Nobody knows if the stock is going to go up, down, sideways. The only problem you're going to have is that you didn't buy more. Let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you with my secretary with an exact confirmation. Buy or sell time. And uh, we kind of answered this one already, Angel, but let's just confirm it. Are you buying or selling? Selling meaning not doing anything. Are you going to pay $99.99 a year, or this year rather, to watch the Colorado Rockies? No. I don't know who would sell it, who I would be selling it. I'm a sports show host. I should be doing this. But I I can't justify it, man. I mean, luckily we got it on the radio. So I'll check that out. I'll probably just go to Tanner's. Go out to Tanner's house once in a while. Watch the Rockies. I for now, unless I, I I might have to cancel a couple things. I could cancel Netflix, I guess. But we've got 4 million different things. So for now, I'm selling it as well. I want you to get out there and sell, sell, sell. How about this one for you? Are you buying or selling the NCAA 25 video game will be better than the last one, 2014? I mean, the graphics will be better, but that doesn't always make the game better. No, I mean, I will still play NCAA 14 for hours. Um, It's tough because you didn't have all the NIL and the transfer portal and stuff like that. The conferences are different. But I'm going to say yes. I'm going to buy it. You're buying it. I will probably, I might pre-order this. It's going to be tough to live up to all those. You, I mean, you've built this up. You're you're putting it up there. Like, long time. Oh, it's it's absolutely been a long time. Um, better be good. And I, I can't answer this question. So I didn't play the last one. So I can't, I can't give you an educational. I think I will. I think I will buy the game. And... I'll just have to get mad in a break. It better be good, Angel. This better be good, you know, because it's on you if it's not. <laughs> uh, Christian Brown, kind of, you know, frustrated. He, he hasn't played to the level that he wants to play, fans to play, all this stuff. This isn't, I don't know how much of a buy or sell this is, but he said he he loves to hear the armchair experts and the name calling on social media. He said, I love to hear what people say because they're wrong every time. And they've been wrong every year in my career. Every time. He said, it's the same as my second year in Kansas. They said, we need to get more athletic. We need a new wing. We need new wings. That happened in my second year in college, too. Those people have been wrong every single time. Well, Angel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to do it. We're not in Kansas anymore. This is the NBA. This is the National Basketball Association. You can't... What worked for you in Kansas and what worked for you in high school, that's that's done. That's out the door. Bye-bye. You have to be... We, we have to be able to... Your coaching staff has to feel confident when you're on the floor that you're producing. Are you buying or selling that Christian Brown will figure this out? Will get it right? Will give us what he gave us in the playoffs last year? I'm going to buy it. Um, one thing I've known about Christian is he's a winner. He's proven that in his entire career. He's gone through adversity after adversity. And, you know, it's very rare that you get a rookie in and they win a championship in your first year. 
Because now it's, oh, what do I need to grow on? What do I need to change? What do I need to work with? Um, and I think Christian's approaching that in a, in a good mindset. I think he's confident in his ability and his, his work ethic and the teammates he has around him. And obviously Malone likes him for his defense. Um, I, I don't expect him to be a you know, 20-point guy, but 12 to 15, I, you know, that'd be great. That'd be amazing. be huge. And so in his sophomore year with Kansas, he went from scoring 9.7 points per game to the next year scoring 14.1 as a junior. And that's when they won, won it all. So I think um, I got a lot of faith in the dude. Can't grow a beard, but I'm buying it. I'm buying it. All cash. None of it's on the books. I mean, it's it's a must. I mean, how much pressure is on Christian Brown, Angel? If if the Nuggets want to win a title, it's weird we're saying that a lot does hinge on a guy like Christian Brown. Because I stand by it. All eight guys. It took all eight guys to win a championship last year. I know that sounds cliche, but how many games did it feel like, wow, if you didn't have that play, if you didn't have that surge by Brown or Bruce Brown or this, then you don't win a title. I, I feel like that team was such a... A, a, de- a definition of teamness that it was that important. Yes, there were more guys. Joker was much more important than all of them. But you needed everybody to get that job done. You can't say that every year about about a team. You needed everybody that was putting on produ- uh, producing minutes for you. Yeah, I mean, Bruce Brown was your scorer. Jeff Green was just the guy out there because you needed Jokic to rest up a little bit. And let's all be honest, Jeff Green wasn't a superstar. No, but and he had a little. He had a couple of. Yeah, Moments. he had his thing. Big rebound um, here or there. Christian Brown, um, he really stepped up, I think, in the Lakers series and then games three and four against Miami. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was he was huge in those games. So they're going to have to have him. And again, that's why it's so frustrating. It'd be, it'd be easier if just one bench player was starting to play really well and you just have one guy. But right now, the the... The question marks are surrounding a couple. Yeah, thank you from the four hundred five. CSU does play Saturday. I was wrong, Angel. Believe it or one time I get one time a year, and I guess I already hit it. February fifteenth. Fly, uh, Flying Dutchman. Has any manager in the history of baseball had a longer leash than Bud Black? Uh, also, I'm always selling anything to do with video games. You don't like video games, Flying Dutchman? What's wrong? Come on. Yeah, Susan and Cheryl are booing that one, man. They Susan do not. and Cheryl are going to buy this game. Yeah, they'll buy this game. Yes. I love video games. You can do online dynasties, too. I will probably so do that. You can do a dynasty with your friends and yeah. play each other and steal recruits from each other. I would love to do that. We could do that. That would be fun. Um, Bud Black, you putting pressure on Bud Black? I mean, how much pressure do you put on Bud Black? Is it the team? Is it Bud? The that's baseball guy? I think it's it's a lot of Bud, but he doesn't have much, you know, that leash is long, but it's taught because of the ownership. Their leash is long with so everybody. Their in their leash is long with everybody. Right. You know, except for Nolan. It wasn't. That was Nolan was basically tearing at the leash. Yeah, and it wasn't his yeah, it wasn't the Rockies fall at that point. I mean, I'd like the Rockies to get a young, up-and-coming manager that can bring some Are there some young energy. and up? Are there a uh, lot of young and up-and-coming managers in baseball? 50 is young in baseball. Yeah. So. 
You don't see a lot of the. You, you don't see the thirty-five-year-olds resurgence of young baseball managers. You just don't. You don't see that. Who's the where's, youngest? Who's the youngest manager in baseball right now? Where's Brad Pitt? Can we get him? Yeah, let's get Brad Pitt, Moneyball guy. Yeah, that's weird. I've just never thought about that until right now. Um. Yeah, this is the Rockies organization. They they are patient. They have to be patient. They're they're loyal. They really are. And they they stick with the guys that that you know they they believe in a guy and they they're hard they're gonna have a hard time moving on from somebody that's been with them for a while. So the Rockies have the fourth oldest manager. Bud Black is sixty six years old. The youngest is uh, Oliver Marmol for the St Louis Cardinals. He is thirty seven. Okay, that's damn. He's like a baby. He's a baby in Major League Baseball. Are there a lot of them? Are there a lot of thirty seven year old? Thirty something uh, year say old. The youngest groups probably go from thirty seven to about forty nine, and then there's a lot of fifty year olds, and like six or seven of them over sixty. Okay, yeah, they're kind of they're trying. Don't give me a forty five year old manager over Bud Black. Yes, it just. You know, you you always had that debate of how much does a coach really impact a team? How much does a manager really impact a team? And I know Bud has made some weird decisions with pitching, and he doesn't seem to let guys. He it's it's weird for the short leash that he's given. He doesn't give a short leash out to a lot of his a lot of those pitchers. But then the times that he decides to to stick it, stick with a guy is the time that it's like, dude, I would have not stuck with that guy. So he, it, it always feels like he's going against the grain on what to do when it comes to making those calls about his pitchers. That's that's one of the buyer sells. You buy in, you buy in some Rockies TV this year, and that does suck, man. It does. Like, what, the Rockies have been on TV. I was thinking about my grandparents. My grandmother passed away about three weeks ago. My grandma and grandpa used to watch the Rockies games all the time. They had them on TV. You could hear it blaring from the. You'd be walking, you you park your car, and as soon as you'd open the door, you could hear the TV because they just had that thing blaring. And my grandma would sit there with a notepad, and she would take stats during the Rockies game. You know, she'd just sit there and do that. I was thinking about that. People that just love to sit around and watch the Rockies. If you don't do the, if you don't do the ninety nine point ninety nine, again, it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you're like me, you have four thousand outlets already. And so then you get to the point where you're like, wow, my entertainment budget here is ridiculous. It's already over budget. Now I want to tack on another hundred bucks. Well, it's like I'm willing to you're willing to pay X amount for a streaming service because you want to watch a show. You're not going to watch two episodes of a two season show. You're going to watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's a hundred hundred eighty two games in baseball. Are you going to watch all of those games for the Rockies? Some days you're saying, hey, we're going out to dinner tonight with the family. Can't watch the game. Hey, we're going to a picnic for work on the weekend, so we can't go watch the 1 o'clock game. Yeah, 162. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, if you pay 100 bucks, You better watch every single game. Pretty much got to commit. Even when they're losing 5 nothing in the first inning, you better watch that whole game. Right. Because you're paying for it. That's what, I mean, if you're going to do it. You have to. You're obligated now, and I watched a lot of games last year, Angel. But I didn't watch 162. How many games do you think you watched last year? Be honest. Forty. Forty. I probably feel like I was in that range. I mean, and it was like the first 
month and 10 days. I mean, it depends. Like, you know. <laughs> Go home from work. It's the third inning. Yo, All yeah. right, I'll I'll put the game on. See how's it going. Yeah, how's it going? If it's like, if I catch a game like in the sixth inning, I'm probably not going to sit there and watch the rest of it because it's like ah, I've already missed all the stories of the first half of this game. And I'll I'm t- the same way with all sports. I'll like, jump in if it's a tight. If it's a, I, I'm like that, but if it's a tight game, like I didn't watch a lot. You know, it's Valentine's Day. I didn't watch much of the Wyoming Utah State game or the Nuggets game for that matter. But I did chime in. I pumped in right when it was. You know, right late with like five minutes left in the Nuggets game. And then I switched over to the Wyoming Utah State game and get the full story. But, you know, it was exciting. Flying Dutchman says so if you watch 50 games, it's two bucks a game. But that's just, it's the principle of it's dumb. Yeah. I'm paying for this. I was paying for part of my network. And now it's gone. And I have to stack that on top of it. Mm-hmm. Would you do it for the Nuggets? For the Nuggets? Yeah. Well, I don't pay for the Nuggets anyway, so. Oh! You're doing something illegal? No. No. It's not. It's, it's neither not here nor there. Don't Technically, talk. my laptop's in Canada, so. Don't talk to the cops, Angel. <laughs> you know? I've heard that from somewhere. Ever heard of a VPN? <laughs> uh, speaking of that, Bruno, Lily, LeClaire. You know, they, that's kind of their motto. And if you listen to them, you hear why that is. Why it is. It's not that they're like, oh, I hate cops, all that stuff. It, it's, it's a, there's a very good reason behind it. it listen, they ask, don't do stupid things. Don't drink and get in a car and drive. Don't do that stuff. Don't be an idiot. But sometimes you might be an idiot. And if you are, you know, you, you can recover. That's why you want to talk to the great folks at uh, Bruno Lily LeClaire at uh, 720-340-1373. Check them out online at bill, bll.legal, bll.legal. 120 the time. Let's take a short break. It's the whole show powered by Chevron on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 at 1310 KFKI. Football season is over. It's all over. But college basketball is heating up. Hear UNC Bears hoops and Westwood One's coverage of college basketball on Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Hi, this is Terry Fry, author, journalist, screenwriter, and you're listening to Brady Hall on The Hall Show, 1310 KFKA. We got a big night planned tomorrow night. Angel, can you believe it? It's almost here. United Way night presented by us here at KFKA. We're going to be at the Colorado Grit game on February 16th, which is tomorrow. Join us in celebrating the United Way at the Greeley Ice House at 7.15. We're going to be dropping the puck, I think. And then uh, we're going to compete in an ice soccer hockey game against United Way. Uh, Three of us going up against three of them. It's Angel, it's Tanner, and yours truly going at this thing. It's going to be fun. It'll be like three minutes. Three minutes of probably torture for us. We will fall a lot. I just don't want to be the guy that falls and then just can't get up. That's kind of embarrassing, right? I can do that. You're good with just... Tanner's going to fight Travis. I'll fall down and stay down. And you just, just go you're going to look like a turtle. Battle the old ladies. 
<laughs> I don't know, but it's going to be a blast. I'm really looking forward to it. And the and the grit, man. What can you say about this? This is a hockey team, like they're they're fun. This is a fun thing. So we'd love for you to go. I, I think all right, we, I've got another four pack of tickets. We've been giving away tickets like crazy for these things, and we're we're filling it up. That's the goal. We wanted to fill this thing up and get you there. Once you see the grit play, you're going to want to go. This is an affordable thing. It's great hockey. These guys are going. These guys are ex- exceptional athletes. Their goal is to go Division One, to go to the pros. So they're bringing it every single night, both whoever they're playing, same way. So these guys are hungry. They're desperate. So I got a four-pack of tickets for you right now uh, to go see this game tomorrow night. 970-353-1310. Let's go caller number... Uh, caller number... F- what? Caller number three. Caller number three, 970-353-1310. That took me way too much time to to come up with that. 970-353-1310. Caller number three, you're going to get a four-pack of tickets to go see the Colorado Grit in action tomorrow night and to enjoy it with us. We'll be there having fun. Tanner's probably going to be in his cowboy boots, and he'll fall all over the place. That'd be great. You can take pictures of that. Blast it all over social media. It'd be awesome. John texting in, a young uh, John Sears, a young manager would have to see potential in the Rockies team to want to come here. If it's not there, they probably aren't coming. Oh, yeah, true. If you're a young up-and-coming manager and you think you're hot stuff, I don't think you're coming here if it's ever an open job. Why? There's no history of success. You got five years of the playoffs. You got the one special year, which was absolutely insane. You know, you you won, what is it, like 22 out of 23 or something like that to get into the playoffs. And it was an awesome year, and you don't take anything away from those guys. But the most success you've ever had came comes down to something really unique like that that probably won't happen again for the Rockies especially. Uh, Texter says, I will admit it's one of 30 managerial jobs that comes with a pretty nice salary. You can't make that kind of money delivering pizza. I get that part. Yeah, but you don't want to go somewhere. Where they're not giving you the the right resources for two or three, four years, and you're done, and now you got to work. You're kind of work your way back up the ladder. So if you're a young, up and coming manager, and you take a job with the Rockies, the pressure's on because you know you want to prove that you can do it. If you get fired quickly, that's it. Then you got to go back. You got to start not from scratch, but you're no longer you're no longer a manager at that point. Same with all sports. Uh, the difference is, do you get the up-and-coming star managerial candidate, or do you just get the young guy that comes here because he or she can? Well, that would be a first. <sighs> you you, you got to – I don't think the manager is the, pro- the biggest problem here because I mean, we're seeing it with Schmidt now. Maybe he's going to work out because there's some young talent. There is some young talent. As much crap as I give Tanner, there is some young talent. But the biggest problem was the general manager at that point. He, you know, you you have to quit making some of the bonehead decisions that he was doing. Plus, people just didn't like him. I mean, the game is changing, and I would just, it would be nice to have some fresh ideas. It, it, how many, yeah, it's, it's like in Moneyball when they're doing the scouting. Like, oh, this guy's not—he has an 0-200 batting average, but he gets on base. 
The Rockies, oh, we can't figure out the course field pitching, so man, we'll just keep throwing pitchers out there. Can you get like, no? Can we maybe try something else? Can you get young and crafty like we see in the NFL and maybe sometimes in the NBA, where that's a sport that lends itself to being really innovative? Can you get very innovative in this sport? You, you have, don't have a choice. Yeah, you don't even have TV right now. You gotta do something. <laughs> but like, just what are like what are some of the strengths as a manager? You come in, I mean, like. Bud Blacks was supposed to be pitching. <laughs> that was his history. And pitching is still the same. It's Is it a culture thing with the Rockies? Do they just not really believe in themselves? It's a culture thing. I mean, you got young guys, and then when young guys grow to be superstars, whatever, they, they want to go. That's just that's the fact those are the facts. That's what happens. Is it a culture thing? Is it Colorado? And I've always said it. Like, if it's really the altitude, then then we stop. What are we doing? Or wait, you're not going to move on. A lot of people go there to watch the watch baseball. But it's it's just a mix, man. It's you know over the years they've had you know they they have tried to retain some of their stars, but it just didn't work out. Nolan Arenado, they just signed that major contract, and then you have your your GM at that point. You know, Breidich, they could they wouldn't get along. Shortly after that, they couldn't get along. So when Nolan gets frustrated and doesn't see that you're building the way you told him you were going to build, plus he doesn't like you. You add that onto it. You're a jerk to him. And, and everyone you, you talked to about Jeff Breidich was like, that guy was cold, man. And he called himself a, a, a brain surgeon. He said baseball GMs are basically the equivalent to brain surgeons. And, you know, he's just that kind of guy. So they hung on for to him for a while. Uh, who was before him? Was it O'Dowd? Was that, the, was that the GM? They held on to him forever. But, yeah, you look at, oh, Texter says, how many winning seasons has Bud Black had? As the Rockies coach or as the Padres coach? Because he's only had one, two as the Rockies coach. His first two. They were 87 and 74 in 2017, and they were 91 and, two, and 91 and 72 in 2018. Since then, 71 and 91 took a big step back. Was that the year they traded Nolan after that? It would have been. Yeah. Yep. Um, 2020, 26 and 34. He did take him to the playoffs. He took him to the playoffs once. Bud Black did or twice? I think twice. Twice. I think that was the 2017-18 year. Okay. And then after that, it's all been downhill. They were 74 and 87 in 2021, 68 and 94 in 2022, 59 and 103. They're getting worse. They are getting worse. No, I don't disagree that Bud Black's part of the problem. I'm just saying he's not the problem. They got a lot of issues going on. Um, let's see. Here's another text. It's been taking forever to load lately. Rockies need to get a couple of thumper bats in their lineup and try to win games 12 to 8. Brian has presented that theory on the air before. Well, I mean, well, who manages that lineup? <laughs> to try to win. Yeah, I would love to score 12 runs in a game. They're not all going to hit home runs every time. So you got to, you know. Get those guys on base and bring them back home. Yeah. And you got to have a good lineup for that. 
dude, this team is always going to have bad pitching. It, it's hard to pitch in altitude. Okay. But they've tried the route you're talking about and, and allegedly Brian brought up. They've tried that before. What did it do? What did it do when you had a bunch of bunch of sluggers? When you had Charlie and Cargo. When, and Car- Tulo when and Charlie, Nolan. yeah. When Charlie was and still LeMahieu in his prime. And uh, Corey Dickerson. Yeah. They had DJ, like DJ LeMahieu. What, what, that, what did that do for him? Great. They were really good. And then you, you went to the playoffs twice. And what happened? I ain't winning here. About the door. Yeah, you can win games in the regular season, but you need pitching in the postseason. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have pitchers. You keep trying, and see that's what I like about Schmidt. What did he do in the off season? How many pitchers did he go get? There's tons of pitchers going to be on this roster. Just keep trying, keep throwing that up against the wall, because you can pitch here. If you can't, then I don't think you need a baseball team here. If you if you if the if if a scientist is coming in saying. Yeah, you'll never be able to be an accurate or a good pitcher in the state of Colorado. Then what are we doing? Sell the team, reload, put it somewhere else. Because if you're telling me that my team never has a shot because they can't get arguably the most important, one of the most important positions in sports down, then what are we doing? We're wasting our time. 34 minutes after the hour. Let's jump out, Angel, and get the latest on the local sports flash. What's up, Hooligans? This is Zach Stevens with DNVR Broncos, and you're listening to The Whole Show on 1310 KFKA. Thirty-eight minutes after one o'clock. Welcome back into the whole show. Flying Dutchman wants to know: Will the Rockies games be on KFKA? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a good deal. Good time to do it, too. First advantage text line, 888-530-0043. Poll question of the day. Are you paying nine, uh, $99.99 for the opportunity to watch the Colorado Rockies? And I know it sounds like we're kind of just ripping them to, to shreds here, but Angel, we get tired of it, man. Don't you get tired of year after year? It's just... The same old thing. And people want to blame Dick Monfort. And, and there's there's a lot of reasons to blame Dick Monfort. There, there are. One of the reasons, right, is honestly, is because maybe he's not rich enough. Dodgers got one player that's making... What, what, Shohei Otani's making what Dick Monfort's worth, right? What was that what Tanner was saying? It's just out of control. And Major League Baseball doesn't... Do they show any signs of fixing this? Those of you that just say, throw a salary cap on it, I agree. But you know how hard that's going to be? To implement that? To start working on that? You have to, now you've got to hire a staff that can manage salary caps. You, that's one staff you... Remember, you don't have to have on your team. The Broncos have a salary cap department. The Nuggets have a salary cap and contract department. The NHL has that department. So then this becomes a whole new world for Major League Baseball. Now we got to start looking at our books when it comes to the salary cap. we got to hire positions for that. It would be a huge, huge undertaking. So many things would have to go into it. And people just think it's easy enough to just go slap it on. You can only spend this much a year on your team. It'd be great if it were that easy, but... They're gonna, there's going to have to be... Su- that would be such a huge transition, Angel. 
to create a salary cap in baseball. And until you have it, though, you're, you're going to get more of this. Baseball is going down while the other sports are going up. The NFL is just king. I would say the NBA, I don't know the ratings, but the NBA, I know last year the ratings were weird with the Nuggets and the Heat, but the, the ratings have got to be pretty good. you got a lot of superstars that you're marketing so well. And the NHL, I don't know. Where is the NHL? Is it, is it fourth still? I'd say it's third. third it's over baseball? Mm-hmm. I really baseball don't. Baseball is the Texas teams, the Yankees, and the Dodgers. Yeah, hockey's way spread out. I do think adding a Vegas team helps. Maybe that's something baseball should be looking at. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they are. Yeah, I think adding that kind of stuff is a, is a big deal for you. I think the Las Vegas Golden Knights only helped the growth of the NHL. I really do. But until they can fix a couple of these things, I mean, fit, fixing the pitch clock, which I thought would be very difficult, they managed to do it. That's nothing compared to implementing a salary cap into baseball. So there would be so much work to do that I don't even know where you begin. But you got to start having those conversations, and maybe they are. Maybe Rod Manfred is considering some sort of a salary cap. First Advantage text line, 888-530-0043. As fans, we just get tired of it. And there are excuses, and there are reasons for it. Coors Field is a wonderful place to go, and Dick Montfort did a a brilliant job in building that up and, and what he's added to make Coors Field the experience that it is. Even though I, I used to give him crap about the you know, the party deck and all of that. Because are we, are we about baseball here or are we about an experience? Well, it turns out that's what football stadiums are doing now too. Is we're, we're football, but we're also about an experience. We want to give you an experience. So it, it's a phenomenal place to go. But every year it's the same thing. You don't have the talent. And is that a Dick Monford problem? Not directly his fault, but he doesn't have the money. And so I, I hate to be the guy, but it's like, dude, you, your owner doesn't have the, the money compared to what we're seeing with the rest of these big, the, the big time owners, the teams you're talking about. So I don't know. And, they're, and, the, and the Rockies are going to lose a lot of money um, with this TV thing. Advertising dollars are going out the door. Yeah, I mean, who's? I know the MLB's putting. They're going to be broadcasting the games. What is? Who's on the games? Who's calling the TV? Games? I think it's going to be their same crew, except for Jenny Kavnar, hmm. is what I had heard. Um, but I don't. I don't know that for sure. I should have asked Tanner that because I was worried. I mean, the, I know some of those guys, you know, and I've. You, you you don't want anybody to lose jobs because of this, especially this. You know, you look at some of the big owners, Angel, in baseball. What is Dick Monfort actually actually worth? Because I'd be curious to see where he stacks up with the biggest owners in all of all of baseball. Estimated seven hundred million dollars. Okay, so he's at seven hundred million. Let's look at some of the tops. John Stanton for the Mariners is worth one point one billion. That's he's 18th. He's tied for 18th as far as the richest, one of the richest owners in baseball. And this was a thing done last October. 
Um, Jerry uh, Reinsdorf, Chicago White Sox, also owns the the, the Bulls. One point four billion. 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 Same with same with the Mariners guy. Hmm. Next learner, Washington Nationals, one point five billion. They're all billionaires. Top twenty are all billionaires. Uh, Jim Crane, Houston Astros, two billion. Mm, the Ricketts family for the Cubs, two point one billion. Uh, let's see, John uh, W. Henry, Boston Red Sox. I'm guessing he's up there, two point five billion. So I mean that that's the theme we're getting here. Mark Walter with the Dodgers. We're we're getting close to three. He's at two point nine billion. Steinbrenner for the Yankees, three point two billion. Um, William DeWitt, St. Louis Cardinals, four billion. John C. Malone, five point one billion. Charles Johnson of the San Francisco Giants, owner of the Giants, six point four billion dollars. Billion. So you got your seven hundred million. And then you have these guys that are pretty much all billionaires. This, it's, you know, it's not the, if, if you had the Walmart money, man, <laughs> whew, you'd come in and make hay. The Rockies are valued at about $1.3 billion just because they're professional sports. How much? $1.3. Wow. Sell the team. No, he'll never sell it. He loves it. He loves the Rockies. He loves this team. I like my shoes. <laughs> if I had to sell them for a profit. You should probably sell them. Shoes get old sometimes, you know? If everyone else is telling me, hey, those shoes are knotted up and there's holes in them. Hey, but they work, don't they? They get me from place to place. <laughs> yeah, they're good enough. You know, they're just, you know, they still got laces on them. He said, Chris says, so Brady, you're saying the Rockies franchise is only worth $700 million. No, Monford's no, that's Monford. The franchise is worth one point yeah. three billion. Right, projected. Uh, there are only thirty two hundred billionaires in the world. That's a small pool to choose ownership from. Salary cap should be negotiated asap. The owners would love a salary cap. The players' union won't agree to it unless they get major concessions in the other areas. Because baseball players make the most money. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would imagine the majority of owners would love a salary cap. The ones that are constantly winning and putting the Dodgers probably aren't crazy about it. The Yankees probably aren't crazy about it. But I would imagine the rest, even if you're a good team, well, because it's, it's it it evens it out when that salary cap is influenced by the, the attendance, by the ticket sales, merchandise, all of that. Then everybody can get their portion of it, and then you're it's more competitive. You know, you could still have. Dynasties, you can still do all that stuff. The other leagues are doing it. You can still have all that. It's just there's a little more parity. And then the, the the teams at the bottom of the barrel actually get a seat at the table once in a while. When you don't have a salary cap, you're spitting in the faces of the worst teams in, in Major League Baseball. Because you don't care. They're losing their TV deals. You don't care. They can't afford n- near the roster that the Dodgers and the Yankees do. And... and you don't care. 47, 48 after the hour. What do we learn coming up next? Stay up to speed with the
the Rams with the Isaiah Stevens Show on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Hi, I'm Kevin Lytle of the Fort Collins, Colorado, and you're listening to The Whole Show on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. The next time you get angry over a bad play, remember you need teamwork to win, not arguments. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. February. Uh, I learned that it sounds like not a lot of people are very interested in spending a hundred bucks to watch the Rockies. It's, it doesn't seem like a lot. I know it depends on who you ask, but hundred bucks doesn't seem like a lot spread out over a year. But uh, you guys aren't willing to do it, even if it's like a couple bucks a game, essentially. Why pay for it? Why pay to watch a game on my TV that I'm already paying for? I'm already paying to watch baseball on my TV. With DirecTV, with the games that are on. I was paying for the Rockies, but now I'm not. Is this going to be the way of the world, do you think? Like Altitude, eventually. Where it becomes a subscription-based thing. And I know it's already a subscription thing on DirecTV. But, like, Altitude's its own thing. ESPN is its own thing. You have to get a, you have to get a, a new app just to watch ESPN. Do you think that's going to be where we go? Everybody's got an app. MTV, Nickelodeon. I think so. Wow. So you're gonna pick and choose what you're what you're gonna go with. What'd you learn today, Angel? Uh, I learned that I'm not overly concerned about the Nuggets. This is a good break for them. Get healthy. Get your mind right. Fans, let's calm down. We were very similar to where we were at last year. Yeah, I think they're gonna go on a freaking tear when they get out of the All Star break. You watch any All Star stuff? Nah, probably not. Nope. Uh, who's the girl Steph Curry's doing the three-point shoot, shooting competition against? Sabrina. I might watch that. That that has my interest for some reason because they've been talking so much I'll, trash to each I'll other. See clips of it on Twitter. Yeah. You, well, yeah. You watch the whole thing pretty much right after that. Dunk competition doesn't do anything for me. I think, I mean, once Blake Griffin jumped over a car. Nothing. Once Aaron Gordon got robbed. It's well, Gordon. Yeah, Gordon had a freaking nice dunk. Who did he lose to? Levine. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I'm out on the All Star game. So get ready, get get rested, get healthy, make yourself ready to go for a post All Star weekend. Don't start out the gates the way the Avs did. The Avs have a chance to recover tonight, but uh, they started out pretty rough. So don't do that. Take the time. Hopefully they can get better. Hopefully Jamal Murray and KCP are ready to go because that's going to be a big deal. If 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 those injuries are going to nag them, be with them for a while. Then, yeesh. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. All right, we'll be back at it on a Friday. Looking forward to it. Good night, Northern Colorado.